at 8 p.m. on Fridays. Join us as we summarize the weekly lesson review of the Adventist Church on Hope Stream Affair. Hello, welcome to Sabbath School Lesson Summary with Pastor Solomon Odinyebuchi Okono. This is a summary of Lesson 9 of the third quarter of 2020. The title of the lesson is Developing a Winning Attitude. The key text is 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Although we have a few instances where Jesus rebuked religious leaders of his time, a keen study of Jesus' life and ministry reveals that he gladly received those who were struggling with sin. Jesus had deep compassion for those who were plagued with sin and helplessly condemned to eternal doom. He extended his grace to the vilest of sinners. Fanny Crosby wrote the hymn To God Be the Glory in 1872 and published it in 1875. In the second stanza of this hymn, Crosby expresses Jesus' promptness to forgiveness with these words. The vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus, a pardon receives. Jesus never met anyone who had fallen so deep in sin that he could not help. The depth of his love far outweighed the sins of the people he met. Even if Jesus met many who had fallen too deep in sin, yet he saw them as those created in the image of God. As God in human flesh, Jesus never exhibited any form of pride or superiority. He showed respect for those he met, no matter how deep they had fallen. Using this approach, Jesus influenced men and women towards seeking his kingdom. Two questions beg for answers in today's lesson. Question 1. What is the relationship between today's lesson and the topic, developing a winning attitude? As influencers, in order to win people to Christ, one attitude Jesus wants us to develop is the attitude of treating sinners like he did. He wants us to see every sinner as created in the image of God and who deserve God's grace. A second winning attitude Jesus wants us to develop is that as sinners in need of God's grace, we should never give up on ourselves, but we should make sincere efforts daily to reach out for the grace that is always available. The second question is, why did Jesus often rebuke religious leaders but opened his hands to other sinners? Religious leaders of Jesus' time were not willing to learn. They felt they had no need of Jesus. They felt they had reached the zenith of the knowledge of God and never had any need of study. These religious leaders assumed the responsibility of criticizing others. They took it upon themselves to determine who will be saved and who will not. It was this spirit of holier than thou that Christ was always rebuking. Do you have this spirit? Jesus can help you address it even now. Everyone who sincerely comes to Jesus searching for truth and help will receive pardon and help, no matter how helpless such a person's situation may be. Sunday lesson is titled, Receptivity to the Gospel. The key text is John chapter 4, verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him 
for the saying of the woman which testified. He told me all that ever I did. The encounter between Jesus and the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4 reveals that everyone is open to the gospel, no matter how difficult and closed up they may look. The enmity between the Samaritans and the Jews spanned through decades. The Samaritans wanted to participate in the building of the temple in Jerusalem, but were refused by the Jews because of their marital and cultural romance with their neighboring idolatrous nations. So they built their own temple on Mount Gerizim. This led to decades of enmity between the Jews and the Samaritans. So the last person the disciples of Jesus expected to see him with was a Samaritan. In today's mission language, Samaria would be quickly designated as a hard ground or an unfertile soil. But Jesus chose to go through Samaria on this occasion as the Holy Spirit impressed on his mind. He knew there will be receptive hearts despite the enmity. When our hearts are circumcised by the Holy Spirit, we see things that others cannot. Although the disciples would have avoided Samaria without giving them an opportunity to receive the word of life, Jesus acted differently. One major question that pops up in today's lesson is, what gave Jesus the opportunity to reach the Samaritan woman? The answer is straight. Jesus was able to reach the woman because of his approach and his determination to reach her. Why not adopt Jesus' approach today? Monday lesson is titled, An Attitude of Adjustment. John 15 verse 15 is the key text. Henceforth I call you not my servants, for servants knoweth not what their master doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things I have heard of my servant, of my father, I have made known unto you. Attitude is a key word in influencing others. A harsh, critical, and unfriendly attitude is going to drive people away from you. When we witness, not all the people accept our message, but a positive attitude of believing in others draws them closer to us and creates a bond of friendship. This was what Jesus did when he announced to his followers that they were no longer servants but friends. In spite of their human weaknesses, in every circle of friends, there is acceptance. Friends are more likely to influence one another than strangers. The response of Jesus to the woman of Canaan in Matthew chapter 15, 21-28 appeared harsh, whereas his approach to the woman that anointed his feet in Matthew 14, 6-9 appeared friendly. The question is, why was Jesus' approach to the women different? Jesus knew the faith levels of the women and knew that by initially refusing the request of the Canaanite woman, he will be provoking her faith towards growth. Jesus reached his goal when he said to the woman, O woman, great is your faith. Just imagine how the woman would have felt hearing this. Tuesday lesson is titled, Presenting the Truth in Love. The key text is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is ahead, even Christ. Friendship alone does not win people to Christ, and friendship never saves anyone. We must present the truth to people in love in order that they may be saved. Friendship can be fun, but a fun of friendship does not bring anyone to Christ. 
Paul reminds us in Ephesians 4, verse 15, that for us to be able to win people to Christ, love is very important. We need to strive to create bond with those we are seeking to bring to Christ. We need to demonstrate acceptance and learn to compliment them when they have done well. Again, it's important to develop a habit of looking for the good in people as opposed to looking for faults and being critical. Read 2 Thessalonians 1 verses 1 to 4 and try to discover which specific things for which Paul compliments the Thessalonians. There are those who delight in looking for faults in others. At least if not for anything, it makes them feel good about themselves. Like Jesus, Paul was known for looking for the good in the churches he planted, as well as looking for the good in others. Paul never condoned sin. He reproved sin. But in addition, he concentrated in building the faith of others, as well as building churches. Ellen White writes in Testimonies for the Church, Volume 9, page 189, If we would humble ourselves before God, and be kind and courteous, and tender-hearted and pitiful, there will be 100 conversions to the truth, where now there is only one. Wednesday lesson is titled, The Foundation of Acceptance. The key text is Romans 15, verse 7. Wherefore, receive one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. In this passage, Paul sets out the reason for accepting others. According to Paul, the principle for accepting others is because Christ has first forgiven and accepted us. Despite our flaws, Christ chose to receive us. We too should receive others despite their own flaws. For all of humanity shares a common struggle over self and sin, and we should learn to tolerate others. Sincerely take a look at yourself and you will discover that you are struggling with something. You may not be a thief, a murderer, an idolater, or a fornicator, but you may be battling with selfishness, gossip, hatred, jealousy, or you may have a holier-than-thou attitude. This should teach you to be more tolerant of others. Since Jesus has accepted us not because of our goodness, why not learn to accept others too, not because of their goodness, but because Jesus says you should. Genuine acceptance is to accept people as they are, and to see them as sinners in need of God's grace. The good news is that Jesus has already reconciled us to himself by his death on the cross of Calvary. But love should not end with acceptance. Through love seeks to bring the truth of the gospel to those who are loved. Biblical truth presented humbly in Christ's spirit with a loving attitude wins hearts and changes lives. Thursday is titled, Truth lovingly presented the key text is john chapter 14 verse 6 jesus said unto him i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father except by me jesus never forgot to present the truth for love's sake the greatest love is to bring people to the knowledge of the truth jesus is the way the truth and the life john 14 verse 6 and acts 4 verse 12 says that jesus is the only way of salvation there is no conflict between love and truth. Truth without love leads to stifling legalism, which strangles spiritual life. But love without truth leads to a life of uncertainty. Truth presented in love leads to an authentic Christian experience that provides clear direction, purpose, and certainty. 
read 1 Peter 3 verse 15, 2 Timothy 4 verse 2, and Titus 3 verse 4, and see how Bible writers presented a balance between love and truth. Please share your discovery with someone. You need to know why you believe what you believe, and you also need to know how to communicate your beliefs to others. 2 Timothy 4 verse 2. But if what we believe is presented without love and humility, it loses its power to convict and convince. Titus 3 verse 5. God invites his children to learn how to present the truth in love, humility, and in all meekness as we seek to communicate him to a dying world. In conclusion, Jesus wants us to develop a winning attitude as we strive to influence people to his kingdom. He wants us to learn how to use love to break ethnic prejudices and reach out to people who would never have been receptive to his word. The foundation of accepting others is that God has first loved and forgiven us. The truth of the gospel presented in love and humility leads those we bring to Christ to an authentic Christian experience. Please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for your word that has come to us this moment. Help us, dear Lord, to be willing to adopt your style of ministry so that we will influence many to your kingdom as we get better in our daily walk with you. May the blessings of God rest upon every life that has been committed to studying your word through this channel. In the name of Jesus. Amen. For questions and contributions, you can reach me on WhatsApp through plus 234 680 or you can send an email to Sabbath School Lesson Summary at gmail.com. God bless you. At 8 p.m. on Fridays, join us as we summarize the weekly lesson review of the Adventist Church on Hope Stream Affairs.